1: exactly what the uh, people in the Starfield are going to be called I guess explorers but Mm -hmm. uh, welcome explorers I think I think maybe that's what we'll call everybody Uh, (laughs) welcome back to the Starfield lorecast this is your host Tom or robots and I am here with my co-host Dave Chafins Dave how's it going buddy
2: It's going very well. I I think this is a good, like, there's a good brainstorm that could be said about, like, Wastelanders is good for Fallout. What's the Elder Mm -hmm. Scrolls one? Uh, I call them adventurers, yeah. 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 Um, Pioneers is, like, a little too general. Mm -hmm. Explorers, Mm -hmm. I guess, is more. Colonists? Colonizing the, the galaxy. What's up, colonizers? <laughs> What's
1: up? That's got some bad overtones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but welcome back, everybody. We we'll, we'll call them explorers for now. I'm sure there's gonna be a name. You know, every there's always something. Bethesda always has some sort of title, right? Um, hmm. but welcome back. We are we are live. We're doing this live on a Friday, as as we normally do, and welcome to our chat. Uh, we've got Jay Lonnie and Tone Crusher and Northern Georgia Man. Uh, and I'm sure a few other people would be h- popping in. And we kind of don't have a regular time slot for these yet because we don't have a regular cadence. So we don't have a regular weekly show, but we do have some more information to share with you guys. And this is, of course, the podcast right now where we're sharing whatever information we get and especially when it comes to any secrets and extra info so today's episode dave will be taking us on a tour of some of the locations and some of the info that we have about some of the uh some of the cities and some of the inhabited places in the galaxy and i will be covering on the second half of this episode some of the other details that the community has uncovered among the uh, some of the images and some of the um Some of the trailers they've they've dug a little bit deeper and so there's some exciting things that have been uncovered So stay tuned for all of those fun details and uh, I just want to remind everybody that this is all very preliminary stuff We're just giving you The bits of details that we have right now until we get more official content So make sure that you subscribe to the to this feed wherever you're listening and um, stay tuned for When we actually turn this into a regular weekly podcast, which should be around the time of E3, which is I'm assuming is going to be when we get more actual regular drops of information in June. And then, of course, when the game is released in November, when we can actually play it and then Dave and I will be regularly diving into the lore and bringing you guys actual weekly episodes in order to get you all the facts and all the details that we can get. But Dave, where are we starting out today? Where, where does our tour take us?
2: well i first uh, first order of business i think is um to let to let everyone know that it doesn't matter what um bethesda decides to call the fans of starfield i'm gonna call our fans the shooting stars <laughs> i'm gonna be like what's up you shooting stars welcome Wonderful. to the starfield broadcast uh today uh i'm gonna be your tour guide i'm gonna take you around a few different spots in the galaxy um i've in engendered some information and some discussion from a uh essentially 40 second videos that uh bethesda put out about three different locations um and so i'm gonna be kind of kind of rolling this through one of those imagine you're on a you're on a cruise liner but it's in space a space liner a, a space liner um a that's space also a sp- cr- space trucker um we're gonna be we're gonna be going around and i, I have my um, my assistant here this is this is um uh, it's the Starfield version of <laughs> a this is a Sarlorian, and I'm gonna put him in my pocket right here. He's gonna he's gonna hang out here. Um, a, a Boba Fett. Uh, no, no, we can't no, say that on this show. We can't say that though. We yeah. are going to uh, we're gonna a make fo- some, a Foba bet. A phoba bet. This is phoba bet. Um, it's you know one of the quest lines in for our shooting stars, anyways, the point, I, the reason I bring Boba Fett is Wait, uh, no, no. Phobo- because
1: Boba Fett. We can't say that another one.
2: I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, George. We're gonna I'm get sorry, sued Walt. by Disney. <sighs> I'm sorry, Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams. Um, the reason I bring uh, Boba Fett here today is I'm gonna make some comparisons. Really, um, I think that is, is kind of a given, given how early the footage of the game we're seeing is, and how we don't really like have anything to like. We haven't seen. Gameplay. We've seen some in-engine footage of pretty much like a spaceship on a moon, right? Uh-huh. I assume it's a moon. it's very it's very desolate. Um, so we haven't we don't have much of a comparison except for the concept art itself and existing um, sci-fi and, and space fantasy opera media that's out there. Uh, so let's let's cruise on down to our first uh, little location here, and we're gonna, I want to talk to you about New Atlantis. So in the video, it talks about New Atlantis being the capital of the United Colonies, uh, which is the most powerful military and political faction in the game. Uh, They say that it's a melting pot city and they say that it's going to be a true reflection of the future of our world. Um, I think that's pretty optimistic as somebody who's a pessimist. I'm just kidding. I'm not. not okay <laughs> uh so i wanted to take us down oftentimes when when you have a city like um, new amsterdam new york new orleans you you have some allusion to like what came before um and they called the city new atlanta so i thought it would be good to kind of go back and talk about the old atlantis and what that meant and i know tom i'm Mm -hmm. gonna i'm gonna lean on you for this because i know Mm -hmm. that you like philosophy you like you know kind of that uh mythology what is atlantis
1: atlanta the uh mythical island uh i guess nation slash people who sunk below the sea because they came across uh technology and were too powerful for their own good and uh, destroyed themselves. Um, but this, a lot of people don't know that Plato actually wrote about Atlantis, uh, the philosopher, um, and that he got his information from historical sources that he claimed were somehow legitimate and ancient, even in are his you, day.
2: Are you telling me Plato had fake news? Is that what you're telling
1: I mean, me? uh, he, I mean, think about it you go 2000 years back to plus 2000 few hundred years back to the time of plato and he's you know, reading scrolls and books and things in a library in Greece somewhere, and who knows where that information came from, right? Um, but there's no
2: peer review.
1: <laughs> there's no peer review, right? Like he's he's going like, "Oh, I got some of this stuff from e- Egypt," and Egypt is now thousands of years before that, and you know who who knows? But um, but yeah, I mean, the idea that like you're gonna name a colony after a failed ancient slash futuristic civilization that failed and sunk below the sea that doesn't that seems
2: kind of foreboding yeah and it's interesting because it seems like that the united colonies is a republic uh just from the basis of calling it Atlantis. Cause I think that was one of the main, uh, tales of Atlantis was that it was a Republic government and it was kind of like a, a, um, a frame for how, like a, a fantasy frame for how governments would work in, in the current, um, well, I guess for, for Plato, the current era.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, it was something run by the people and not by a, a King.
2: So, I, I, I do think that they should call it found Atlantis instead of new Atlantis and just be like, we found it, the lost city of Atlantis. We found it. It's here. It's it was it's out in way. space the whole time. It was in space the whole time. Um, what have, uh, going around kind of the concept art that they had showed, um, you have done the cyberpunk lore cast in the past and, 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 and like that cyberpunky kind of feel, um, And if I'm correct, cyberpunk is kind of like a future where capitalism is so prevalent that it corrupts and undermines a lot of the current um, systems in place and changes the world to make it more um, in ways better, in ways in a lot of ways worse, like technologically invested. Am I correct in saying that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's dystopic, and I apologize for my dog. It's well, This is what happens when we do podcasts during the day. The neighbor dog comes out, and my dog decides to bark at it because loud dog will loud, and uh, nobody else is here to keep it quiet. So I apologize for that. Um, Yeah, cyberpunk is very dystop, dystopic. Uh, high technology, low quality of life. Mm-hmm. That's the idea.
2: So my pitch is that it doesn't look like a cyberpunky city. Um, there's this kind of prevalent, um, really since the 90s, um, has, has kind of been like pumping into uh, prevalence in uh, a lot of art and in some uh, different media is the idea of solar punk, which is a combination of kind of the. Mm, Uh, nature and technology living in unison and kind of coming together to make a new future. So it is, there is a a fantastical element to that sci-fi theme, but it's, a combination of, uh, natural processes with, um, with, with features. Like if you've ever been to Epcot, I think that they are solar punk, um, uh, Epcot in Disney world in Orlando. If you, you've seen the picture of like the geodesic dome, a lot of the, the the architecture there, I feel like that that is more in line with what they're trying to do with new Atlantis, um, uh, from looking at the concept art and comparing it to something that we, that we actually know. I'm not trying to say that we're going to Epcot and Starfield. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm sorry, Walt. Disney, I me and Phoebe, may drinks around the world. Yeah, drinks around the... <laughs> That's, yeah. that's one of their Germany. best events. <laughs> yeah, all the all the nations are there, so you can go and get your your souvenirs from uh from you can go get your uh, margaritas in Mexico and your uh, October vessels yeah. in Canada yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the fr- I'm talking about the front part of Epcot, not necessarily the the countries. The front part is like very like like uh, STEM and science based, right, um,
1: right, right. And and uh, that's a more sustainable kind of future. I mean, that, that's the that would be more of an ideal of where we would hopefully be headed. It doesn't actually match where we're going based on actual data, but. If we want a sustainable, happy future for ourselves, then something like a solar punk future would would be nice. You know, like let's use solar energy because that's extremely sustainable. Who knew we've got this gigantic energy generator floating around out there in space that's creating all the energy we ever could use. Why don't we just use it? And, you know, so you're saying New Atlantis seems to be this idealized kind of city, something based around at least the best version of what we know for creation of energy for political structure for those kinds of things. Right.
2: Right. If you, if you watch, um, old, like the, the star Wars prequels, um, Coruscant, which is the kind of the capital world of the galaxy or whatever, there's different levels to it, but for a lot, most of the time they spend on the upper level of it, which is kind of in that same vein where everything's very sleek. Everything's very, very modern. There's, there's nature, there's parks, there's like, there's things going on that are not so like, grounded in like like for example uh earth on the expanse is very um is very solar punk in that in that aspect like there's right. not or at least the nice of,
1: the nice place the nice the punks. nice places is
2: they right.
0: show
1: all the politicians yes <laughs> yeah right 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 <laughs> not the not the dirty slum parts but yeah i, I get where right. you're going okay yeah. anything else we need to know about new atlantis anything else you can
2: tell from it Uh, nothing really. Um, I, I, I went, I turned on, you know, I have the magnifying glass in my head where I, if I, (laughs) I'm I'm like the guy in the show phoba bet that has the little eye. Um, Uh Uh and I like zoomed in on a bunch of stuff and I didn't catch any, I didn't catch any weirdness. Um, I just saw that the the, the spaceship for constellation was there, but I figured that's just like the player place, you know, it seems
1: too good to be true. It seems like, this might be the kind of place where on the outside it looks all all nice, like, oh, great. Republic governments, the people probably have control through voting and representation, um, a sustainable science and energy, but seedy underbelly political upheaval. Probably
2: oppression of oppression some sort of some, some sort.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah so okay
2: all right let's uh let's move the star uh the star cruise the uh the galaxy star liner here let's move it over to akila city uh akila city in the video they say is, is a um a settlement for the free star collective uh they say that in akila city they really respect personal freedom um it's kind of like sacred to them in this city hmm. it's actually walled on the outside and they're trying to protect the city from these things called the ashta, which are a crossbreed between a, vol- a velociraptor and a wolf. A wolf.
1: A velociraptor
2: A velociraptor or a, 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 a wolf raptor.
1: Yeah. I, mm-hmm, okay. I, so, that's I that's as far as I got to, I don't know
2: just looking at the concept art um this looks like imagine if tatooine was in like colorado the, the, the guy, so like the sand <laughs> and mountains yeah like rocky mountain Tatooine, um okay. like, uh, kind of this this settlement that has you know when you think about Tatooine, you think about a lot of like ramshackle buildings kind of put together you think about these like draperies that that hang off the side of stuff that blow in the wind yeah um it, it, it kind of like if, if Tatooine were in like in nepal or um or, or that area it, it, it is reminiscent i think most of that i'm trying to think of other things that have these kinds of cities but a lot of like space westerns which the most prominent space western would be um uh, star wars star wars <laughs> exactly yes, yes. <laughs> okay so it it brings up the point where you have new atlantis which we inferred is is kind of this city of, of rules and of it's all, everything's very put together. Everything. There's like a good presentation here mm-hmm. to the city. That's kind of saying, okay, we don't need rules. Uh, we're just gonna, you know, we're, we're all a bunch of hippie dippy folks and we're gonna sit out here and, and, and be free from everything. Um, mm-hmm. and it so is a like like
1: Burning man in space.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's where we are. I now. think like a, I think like a tamer burning man, <laughs> Okay, um, burning man in space. Um, my question is how do you think money will work between these entities? Like is it, there's a problem in star Wars of, of there's Republic credits. There's a lot, I forgot what the other forms of money are, but like people won't accept. And it's the same in fall of mm-hmm. new Vegas. Like people mm-hmm. are like, Oh, I only only deal in NCR box or in Legion box, you know, or sure. Dwight Shroot box where, <laughs> you know,
1: Dogecoin. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think that there's probably I think that's probably similar in that if you are under a certain. Faction, then that currency works, but outside of that, you have to deal with bartering and trade, and maybe there are places you can go to transition your currency from one thing to another. And Mm -hmm. the further you are on the outskirts of the galaxy, the harder it is to deal with that stuff, because the more of a monopoly, the current or whoever the local powers that be are, have jurisdiction over what the going trade rate is, you know. So, like, if you're in the center of the galaxy, there's probably some sort of um, what's the what's the word for it? There's there's. Like an actual um, like if you went to the airport locally and I went to my airport locally and we both looked up the current trade rate from the U.S. to the U.K., we would probably see the same number or the same number within like a fraction of a percent. Right. Right. Because it's standardized and it's it's like managed through global you know management and international mm. whatever right um but in their systems if you're in the center of the the systems that's probably how it works but as you get further and further to the outskirts there's no governing body that's going to manage that so like if you're out in akilla city then it probably just depends on whoever's in charge. So if you come in with a bunch of, I don't know, newest new Atlantis bucks or or I guess it would be United Colonies, uh, you know, credits. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, these aren't worth anything out here. So and you're like, well, I've only got 5000 United Colonies credits. They're like, OK, well, we'll give you three space bucks for it. <laughs> you know, they're like, that's that's the best rate you can get. So that's just what you have to go with.
2: I think, I think that makes sense to me. Um, and I'm curious, I'm curious if that will be the case or they will just say, okay, like lore wise, that might make sense. But also like, here's just like the money system for the game. There's
1: just because flat currency. And just like, everywhere.
2: yeah, yeah. You have this many, like you know, bottle star caps. It's yeah.
1: just accepted everywhere. That kind of thing.
2: Essentially. Um, the, the other thing about Achilles city is they mentioned these walls that are protecting from the Raptor wolves or wolves or whatever, um, my question i guess is obviously they want you to like you're gonna fight one of those wolves like mm-hmm. if you know if they show you a gun in the first act it's gonna fire in the second how far out do you think exploration is going to occur from these settlements they're talking about the settlements in these different cities but oh, yeah. how big how big is the area which they reside so is it going to be more along the things of like um, outer worlds where they have um they have like a map and here's the settlement and then here's kind of the outskirts of the settlement and you're going around and kind of exploring outside but it's kind of a fixed area or is it something like uh, no man's sky or um, a star citizen where there's like full planets and they're not i don't expect the planet to be like so gosh darn detailed you know sure. in every little custom thing as opposed to a game like outer worlds where it's like okay we have this set here this set there um what what do you what do you think is going to be their plan just we don't know we don't have any insight but what do you think that would be like
1: that's a good question because in something like fallout or skyrim or whatever you you just have a flat map so you leave white run and you head off in any direction and eventually you could land in another city but there's no way to walk from akila city to new atlantis right right because you're on you know orbs. (laughs) orbs. <laughs> you're right. on individual little balls. So, uh, and and unless killer City is on say a meteor <laughs> where when it, and the meteor is like 2 square miles where you can just walk around it, like it you know if you if it's on a moon or even bigger a planet, like you're not going to model planet-sized areas to walk around. So I I would assume that each city probably has an explorable zone around it that is within the scale of a dungeon, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. That's one of the things that I, I wasn't super hot on about Outer Worlds, is that the explorability of the zones wasn't that high. It didn't feel like going out and exploring the world was all that useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things I like the most about playing other Bethesda games, is that you could just pick a direction and wander, and you could spend, I mean, heck, you'd, you could just avoid the main quest. You could just go off and just explore crap, and just wander around. And so, this leads to the question of, like, pilotable craft. Like, could you just pilot around, could you just find a killer city, pilot around like No Man's Sky, sort of, and just find places around whatever body that's on, whether it's a moon or a planet and then quickly just shoot off to the, whatever the next nearest moon or planet is pilot around that, find other places to go and then shoot off to something else, um, rather right. than walking. Um, and then maybe the zones are scaled for the use of craft rather than the use of running around. Right. Um, I'd say, I don't know the answer to that. That's, that's a I, really good I'm, question.
2: I'm curious. Uh, i think that you can't have a game called starfield where it's you know the resources seem very based around your ship and your spacesuit and not have space be explorable to the level that fallout and and skyrim where it is like that i think will be your flat map where it is like there's a bunch of encounters there's probably like big like there's big planets and there's probably smaller planets like we saw in the trailer where it's just like a like And this is speculation. I have, I have no clue. Yeah. I'm not the, not the expert, but this is what I would imagine is that that is the scale that they're talking about. But once you get on a granular portion of this as a settlement, it may, they have talked about using some new technology in their new engine of, of kind of um, uh, using AI to generate um, more things I would not be surprised if some planets have that kind of AI generation, where it is like No Man's Sky, mm-hmm. um, and and you're going across you know these planets. I don't think that it's going to be the scale of like you know here's a whole galaxy, and really there's only like 36 types of planets, and they're they're just going to be you know thrown out everywhere, and you're gonna like the the level. That's a sandbox. That's a sandbox game, and that's what it's designed to be, right. as opposed to well, that something would be like, like going
1: back to Arena. Or something like elder scrolls yeah. one or two where basically the majority of the map was huge but it was all very artificially generated mm-hmm. um and so you could just kind of explore forever but it, eventually it would just became like well okay it's just another one of these randomly generated things um rather than custom created content uh but that very well could be a thing um so but i, I get where you're going with it like i i think we're just going to have to wait and see
2: I, I think you know. so. And I think that they are, They're think, I, I think they're thinking about mods and like, how do they, how do they make this game Skyrim? Like, how do they make yeah. it a game that's going to last for years and years and years? How is this going to be the space game? Because that's what they want. That's what they want. Starfield to be is they want it to be the series. that's like, this is the space game. This is the original space game. Everyone does adaptations of star Wars and star Trek, but there's no true space game. And they want it to be this because elder scrolls is that for you know fantasy games like it was the right. first it was before dragon age it was before like right. most of everything Deep was, or fantasy
1: they've got the, right. they've got that cornered right
2: most everything else is D adaptations and so they were like okay this is our own thing this is our own like same thing for fallout and post apocalypse like that was the game that was the thing that had the world and the setup and there's been like dying light came out th- th- recently that is mm-hmm. another one that's like that but it followed as the core of the video game world for original settings and i think that's what they want to do with starfield so i wouldn't be surprised yeah if they do some of that um kind of generation and making things seem pretty big um from that scale yeah man um yeah moving on let's talk about drugs i want to talk about drugs uh, i want to talk about the city of neon here i'm going to move move our, our Starliner over to uh a little city um so they serve let's see it's called the Xenofresh. is uh-huh. the uh is the drug that they're serving out um and neon is a pleasure city and the, the drug comes from fish with psychotropic properties that's called aurora Actually, i want
1: to i want to call these skooma fish can i call these skooma fish
2: skooma fish um what <laughs> so, so the city in the concept art looks like a, a mix between Camino, which is uh, from Star Wars and the uh-huh. Gungan world which is from Star Wars <laughs> yes, and an oil Star- rig <laughs> yes uh-huh. um it, it, kind of, it kind of looks like a combination of all of that stuff mm-hmm. so my main question is okay first of all this looks like a crazy place and I want to go in the game mm-hmm. maybe in real life who knows um what are space drugs what would that even look like what what is the appeal of space drugs like what fish with psychotropic properties like what are we what, what are we talking about here yeah, what skuma, realm are we in
1: skuma fish these, this is these are okay so this is the it, this is the starfield equivalent of the land of the khajiit and the uh, uh this one has some uh, skuma for you for a coin like that, that's <laughs> that's what this is like this this is like the story behind this is they set up you know, these oil rigs, and they were checking for the actual things they were looking for, but they came across these fish, and they realized, oh, these things give you a real good trip. We could sell this stuff, and so now they're drug
2: dealers. Like, I wonder what that first meal was like, where they were like, hey guys, we got some fish um we're just gonna have like a nice like kind of like tilapia-esque meal with whatever we've cook got up. and then they and then they cook it up and then they're like
1: and they all sat down and ate oh, it holy crap <laughs> that that night was a party yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. they were all like whoa <laughs> <And> yeah <laughs> the room is growing <laughs> yeah like yeah and then by the end of the night everybody was like naked and swimming in the ocean
2: yeah something like that um Um, this is probably the location i'm most curious about uh from from the three and have the least information about
1: yeah uh i I think this is going to be one of the places you go for like some of the weirdest and wackiest storylines but also some of the really dark stuff like gangs looking to get in on the drug trade um some of the uh, 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 I guess the um, the um, police groups trying to like cut down on this stuff or the government's trying to like control things you know like there's going to be a mix of different stuff here but I have a feeling that we're going to get some humor and also some really dark stuff all happening around this but also a lot of lights casinos like that kind of stuff
2: right I think i'm very curious like what they're talking about a lot about the themes of of starfield and what they are when you go back and look at fallout you're thinking dark comedy with brutal survival when you look at at skyrim you're thinking high fantasy but it's also grounded um Mm -hmm. in 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 kind of um in the world itself and both series have
1: uh both their dark sides and their humor like they have both um Mm -hmm. and I, I would say that the tone for both series tends to be uh, s- serious on the surface, but depending on the the quest lines that you get into, especially the side quests, they can vary. It, and they yes. vary.
0: Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Based on, you know, the characters you interact with. Um, so I think that we're going to get a lot of that in this, too, because um In a series that's so broad with so many different storylines and so many different characters. It's like it's like living in a real life kind of situation. Like you're not everybody you run into in your real life is going to have only a certain range of personality. So. Some people you meet on the street are just serious and they're just straight laced and they're just going to do what they're going to do. But then you're going to meet the guy in the video I watched on Reddit the other day who was helping slow down the sub subway trains and then helping <laughs> speed them back up again, you know, like because that's just what the guy did while while hanging out in the subway, uh, you know, like that's what some wacky people do, you know, because who knows? Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about this place. I think this place is going to be cool. I think it just it goes to show that we're getting a variety of different things when you look at all three of these. And I think that's part of why they showed them off. You know, we're getting these like very serious looking places that have a lot to do with government and a lot. Uh, they're, they're very high minded. Um, you get a places that look that maybe full, more full of adventure and uh you know a look at some of the kind of monster alien kind of things they're going to run into and then you got a place like this that looks like it's going to be full of all sorts of interesting side quests and maybe other stuff going on so they're basically saying like hey guys remember us we're bethesda we do stuff like this we've got a variety of stuff in here like you're used to us doing there you go
2: it makes sense to me i i I think they want to you know they they want to show off their goods and they don't want to yuck their yums you know
1: they don't want to yuck their yums that's how it goes
2: uh i think at this point i'm gonna take the star the star liner and uh and drop everybody back off home uh because i think home being the star home for all you shooting stars <laughs> uh, back and to our star home back to our star home um and i think i'm gonna give you over to uh tom here and he's gonna he's gonna take you on a a few little secrets and mysteries yeah secrets and mysteries of tom
1: (laughs) well now that we're back at our space base why don't we take a second to uh take a little break before we get to our mysteries we'll be right back (music) All right. That was a good little break. So uh, this is the middle of the show. This will be the part of the show in the future where we get to thank people like our patrons. If we start a Patreon or people who leave ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts or click the little rating button on Spotify, because a lot of people listen on Spotify. That's a thing that that you can do now. So uh, we don't have any new ratings or reviews because, again, this isn't a regular podcast yet. But if you'd like to help us out, And take the time to drop a five-star rating with some words we'll read it out on a future episode of the show so just a reminder to do that to help us get this show going because those ratings and reviews will be absolutely crucial to making sure that other people become aware of this because platforms like apple podcasts and spotify use those in order to make sure that this gets recommended out there for other people to check out so if you do listen on those platforms We would absolutely love your help. So also, you know, if you have some friends who are going to be checking out Starfield in the future, word of mouth is absolutely the best way to get this out there. So we'd appreciate that as well. All right. Let's move on with the rest of the show and talk about some secrets, some star secrets. All right, in our little uh, space base here, I have a. Uh, I have a. <laughs>
2: That's what I love to call my call my house. <laughs> our space base. Go out and I'm like, hey girl, why don't you come back to my space base?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that works every time.
2: Every time. Every, every time, time I've like, tried. Wow, it. you must be a shooting star. And I'm like, you bet.
1: Mm-hmm. You bet, baby. It's a good thing we're both married. Cause we don't have to rely yes. on these tactics. We don't have to Nope.
2: Nope. <laughs> no, 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 I have no concept of whatever the kids are doing. I am. I am out of the loop on that one. Nope. Uh, so, um, so
1: <laughs> the community has been taking a look at what is called the astro map. And
2: <laughs> whoa, that hand motion for the Astro Map. Astro Map. Listener, Tom just came in with some very serious hand motion. I made a
1: rectangular shape using my hand. You did. You did. So, okay. So, the Astro Map, if you've noticed in a lot of the images they've put out, they've had um, what looks like a big blue field with a grid and a bunch of little dots on it. And they've used this in the background of a lot of images. It also shows up in the trailer for the like the teaser trailer on the table with a bunch of the items. it's it's underneath that. It's behind the starfield logo. And people have started noticing that this shows up everywhere. So they've started kind of comparing the dots and lining the dots up with other places where they've seen this map. It also um sometimes has uh, these like squiggly lines that almost look like, when you look at, and Dave, you're you're a map guy. You know, when you look down at a map and maps are designed around um, topographical se- sections, like, so for example, the heights of hills or mountains, and you yeah. have like-
2: Maps typically maps typically have um, elevation markers. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you're looking at a lot of older topographic maps, they have little lines that generally, they'll have like a little like 300 there. Um, and that'll tell you that's 300 feet, generally above sea level. Um, so it's like I, concentric see, circles. We talk, once we example, start talking about maps, I can yeah. go all day. Yeah.
1: So like concentric circles that kind of go in and out from something, but they can also mm-hmm. be squiggly depending on like the shape of the hills or or something like that. But typically right. the the lines don't bisect each other. They just kind of go. Around each other as the hill gets larger or smaller right. as it gets closer to the peak right. um, Now a lot of these maps actually if you take sections of the maps You can line them up so that the dots match up so that you can find sections on some of the maps That aren't on other parts of the other map So for example, if you take the map that shows up on the table on the in the trailer And you try to connect it to the map that shows up behind the logo In some of the other imagery you find out that the bottom section on the logo Lines up with the top section that shows up on the table Which means that the logo map shows a section of the map that doesn't show up in On the table, which means that we actually have a larger section of a much bigger piece of the map so this and that they're part of the same map that those dots actually show up on both So what this means is that these are part of the same larger image, which is pretty cool. So this is making the community go, okay, like, is this actually an image of something in universe? Is this a star graph of some sort? Are are these dots stars or planets or moons? Are they explorable locations? Is this like looking down at so, for example, like the map of um, you know one of the Fallout locations or Skyrim, and these are like dots that denote explorable locations on the map, and so that you know this raises a lot of questions.
2: Yeah, it it, it, it it seems like what they're trying to infer is that this could be the world map. That this is this mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the star field. This is the right. field of stars right. that right. we are officially going to.
1: Right, and we don't have it all yet because the the map that shows up behind the logo is smaller in scale than the one that shows up on the table in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So there's some pieces in like the corners that are missing, but according to this, there are. In what we have so far, 165 points of interest that all line up. If these are actual points of interest, stars or, or planets or whatever. Um, so how does this actually connect to the world maps from the other games? So if we take Skyrim, for intre- for, for example, if these are actual locations that are explorable, Skyrim has 459 marked locations in the entire game and in its entirety um, With DLCs included Fallout 4 has 325 now Fallout 4 came out after Skyrim, but it has fewer actual marked locations um, I couldn't find a total count for fallout 76 But we do know that that map is actually four times the size of fallout 4 So if you you could infer that it probably has around a thousand or or more actual explorable locations on yeah, the map.
2: Probably a little less just because there's a lot there's a lot of gray area so that people can put camps.
1: Right, uh, right. So uh, even if you just doubled it. Let's say we just yeah. doubled the number yeah. 325 and we're just we're just generous. That's yeah. 650 locations mm-hmm. in fall 76. So at 165 explorable locations that seems kind of small, but like you were discussing before if a city is on a planet and these are all planets then each planet may have multiple explorable locations on it then if these are all planets with multiple explorable locations then each one of these would have multiple explore so if if each one of these had 5 to 10 explorable locations on it that could be gigantic because this isn't even the entire explorable map
2: yeah this is this is this is interesting because I mean, you could you could have a city like we were talking about, or you could have like a space station and be like, okay, here's like four different rooms, and this is just like we're collecting. Gas on right. This, right on this space station, and it, and it's just like a really small operation. But it's a place on a map,
1: right? Or this is this is a planet with lots of places you can go. Or this is a yeah. a meteor, and it's just like a mining station on a on a meteor, or or whatever, right? Like these could all be explorable locations. Now, on top of that, mm-hmm. remember that space is three dimensional, so this is only one direction looking at things in space so like can you turn this and see from a different angle does it open up other locations like who knows uh, and again this isn't the full picture because this shows that like there's corners to this that yeah. aren't shown plus are these the actual boundaries of the full map
2: i think they have i think they have to find a way to visualize it that's going to make sense um y- you find that in oblivion and, and skyrim like the, these how they make maps but they're in a different plane um mm-hmm. here where there is naturally you know an x y and a z axis so i i kind of i kind of get what you're saying like this seems like a little a like slice of the a slice of of star life you know what i mean slice of star life <laughs> Yes. yeah yeah so it's interesting. I, I don't
1: know the full ramifications of this, but the fact that they've kind of hidden this in the content that they've already put out and it coincides across the different pieces of content means that either this was a bigger picture of a thing that they're just using as a design piece because it's just convenient or it means it's an actual thing from the game. And it's just going to show up later and we're going to be like, Oh my gosh, these are actual locations. And now we get to go visit them. So it's either one or the other.
2: My question, a question I have for you and thinking about this map. And obviously like these, like, I think I can infer that these are planets. These are like, this is a map of space of some sort. Mm -hmm. So obviously there's going to be exploration between planets here, but there is a grid.
1: There's a grid. So that helps. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, there's going to be exploration how how do you think space exploration is going to look in my mind there's kind of two models there's the star wars Knights of the Old republic model where you have a ship you can walk around your ship but you have a galaxy map and you select what planet you want to go to and the spaceship automatically flies you there mm-hmm. and then there's there's more open models where it's like i am actually physically flying the spaceship and I can do dogfights and I can do yeah, manual
1: flight. Um, yeah, right. ma- that's been a big flight. debate on a lot of forums online that I've been mm-hmm. reading. Um, I think I don't think it's going to be as manual flight as we might think it is. I think the space station, I think your your spaceship is going to be more like building your base in Fallout 4 and you're just going to choose places to go and you're just going to go there. Um, I don't think it's going to have as much of a manual flight thing Mm. Um, because I think that would detract from the main gameplay loop of the game, which is actually getting out of the ship and doing stuff.
2: Yeah, I I think... When I think about it in this light, I think more along the lines of um, EVE Online or Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, where your ship you can control. But when you want to travel to a place, you're not flying there manually. You're activating some sort of like warp speed and you select like you get a bearing on where you want to go and you, you know, you click it in the hyperdrive and then it takes off. Right. Um, Because I just have I haven't seen a game before, and this may be the game where it happens, where it makes those in between sections interesting. Right. And if you watch in a lot of media, um, Star Trek, Star Wars, or uh, main, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be talking about Star Trek <laughs> and Star Wars to the end of time on this Phob- podcast. Phobabet. Phobabet, um, your character development happens in between those places. Um, that's where. Yeah. In Star Wars, when you're flying on the Millennium Falcon, which they always do, you're having these moments of like Luke Skywalker is going to train with the droid and Han Solo and Princess Leia are going to act like they're going to kiss, but they don't. Like You you have these kind of character moments, um, much like how settlements act in Fallout 4. So I think you're onto something there where functionally it will be a settlement. But I'm curious, they have to have some level of control over that because that's the whole point of Skyrim and Fallout is that you have uh, a precedence over what happens. Like, I think, you can I think choose- there may
1: be moments where you get waylaid during your travel and maybe somebody boards your ship or right. pirates show up and you have to fight them off. Um, right. I don't think that that's a foregone conclusion, but I think that for the most part, you kind of just choose a place and the ship kind of starts traveling there um, rather than you're, you're like, you know, holding forward on your controller or hitting the, the W key right. and just go you're like... Whoo- through space (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: and it's that's a good point of of maybe there it's 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 like fast travel maybe Mm -hmm. some locations like that you know like that are charted um you fast travel to because you know the things but if there's like oh i know in the solar system there's like a meteor that has a a a big bug on it that we need to go smash like (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great in fact Todd if you could take that idea and just like side quest that just like a real like uh-huh. you can make it repeatable squash some bugs. Here's, you the, know? here's
1: the other thing I bet your main craft is is not manually pilot pilotable. I bet it's a you get in it you choose a destination it takes off and you travel and mm-hmm. maybe there's events that occur between when you leave and when you get there but when you get to a place you may have pilotable craft that are like you know your horse in Skyrim, yeah. That you yeah. like that come like kind
2: of like a smaller spear or a bike because
1: because the crafts are big and this is this is something I wasn't going to bring up in this episode but uh, somebody else on Reddit actually did a uh they, like a per pixel calculation based on the imagery that we've seen of the the main craft uh to determine that like the actual height of the ship is something like forty eight feet tall or something like that like this mm. it's a big thing. Like this isn't something you're going to be flying around in, you know, a city or something like right. this is the kind of thing that's going to land in its landing zone and then you're going to get out. And maybe what comes out of the, the little, you know, bay that opens up is a personal little hovercraft or something that you can ride around in to get around faster. But yeah. that's it. And that thing might be pilotable, but.
2: I'm trying to think of games that have done that. And the best one I could come up with is um, the uh, Jedi fallen order you have a you have a ship in that game mm-hmm. and you have a galaxy map that you go to and and look at all the different planets and then it does an animation where you you are in the ship and able to walk around but the right. pilot um takes off from the planet and you can see the animation outside of your window and he goes in the atmosphere goes in space goes to hyperspace and then hyperspace is out like you t- you tell him when you want to hyperspace out and he's like all right cool and he yeah. does that and it does the landing animation
1: right And that's when you're talking to your, your other people on your ship. And that's when you're doing your other stuff, you're upgrading your lightsaber. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Now that, now that they see, this is great. This is when two minds combine. Like now that we're talking, (laughs) now that we're talking about this, that makes a whole lot of sense to me. I've convinced myself because of that, that that's how it's going to be. And I think that's very interesting.
1: It makes, it makes more sense. I think, I think that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Uh, But that doesn't mean that other things can't happen while you're traveling from one place to another. Especially as you're going from, you know, safer places in space to more dangerous places in space, you know, right. maybe something happens and then there's some sort of mini game where you get on the guns and you have to fight off the pirates or, you know, like that seems more fun to me than the idea of like this turning into a space sim where I have to fly a ship around. Like, that's not a RPG anymore. Now I'm now I'm playing Elite Dangerous. Like, right.
2: Yeah. That that's not why I,
1: I play a Bethesda game. Um so I don't know. That's that's my, my thought on it. But anyway, so that's the star map. Um, we also have one more one more find that the community has done. So remember, remember in the trailer when we were going over in very minute detail, all the little things that we found in the trailer, the stuff on the wall, the pictures, the stuff on the table. Somebody who has you remember your 4K TV when you were zooming in on everything.
2: Yeah, or I was stopping the trailer and I got up real close to... Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: I think somebody out there has an AK TV because they just got way too much money. Because they zoomed in. There's an item (laughs) on the table at the very, very far back corner of the table. These little green bars. They're like little green bars with like rounded ends with like a little circle cut out in them. And if you zoom in real, real, real close... On the top lip of that, in the green, is written currency. And I think that these are the uh, currency chips. These are the galactic currency chips, which have been discovered. They're sitting on the table, so it makes sense that like whoever is in this trailers has some currency chips and that maybe these are what are used for galactic currency that, you know, you, when you, when you say, when you're fighting off space pirates and you shoot some money, somebody, this is what they drop for you to pick up in order to take their money. Because otherwise in an RPG, how do you get their space bucks? If they're not
2: physical, if you can't pick them up, (sighs) Yeah. And that goes back to our, and that goes back to our money situation mm-hmm. as well like is there is is like you know nowadays um you know th- one of the things i love about credit cards right now is this tap to pay situation <laughs> i love that right. i love that stuff that stuff is great because i feel like i am i am like some sort of like future man when uh, i pull out my credit card and just like i don't swipe it i don't insert the chip i just tap it you just tap and it it's like,
1: and it just reads great it great to go right. um, But but is, is this something like that kind of tech is it just like a little Bar with like a chip in it that keeps all of your credits like digitally processed on a chip. And when you when you take somebody on and you shoot them or like they drop one of these bars and you can pick up their currency chip or if if like you and I make a deal and I'm like, all right. You know it's it's 100 it's 100 currency or whatever the standard money unit is 100 bucks for right. uh, you know like hey i owe you 100 bucks for that that job you did and i go all right here you go and i pull out my currency chip and i push the hundred you know i'm like boop boop 100 boop, and then yeah. i tap my chip to yours and then boop it digitally sends you 100 bucks from my chip to your chip
2: i, w- I would like to, to coin instead of tapping the chips together i would like for our chips to kiss Okay. They, you know, okay. I, they, I would like. I would like for that. They
1: they, you know. they have a marriage and a divorce very quickly.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we kiss our chips and then we we kiss the chips uh-huh. and then the transaction is done. I think you're onto something there. um I like I, when I think about like what they want Starfield to be, and they want it to be the most modern interpretation. That like they want that they want this sci-fi universe to be right in. 100 years or however long they're thinking like yeah they want it to be the year not like blade runner but they're like welcome to the crazy year of 2020.
1: it only rains and animals don't exist anymore
2: yeah and we all hook our brains into these machines and we get all of our drugs that way
1: nobody Um, has a mother
2: yeah that's not really a
1: thing but i just wanted to say
2: it i make animatronic robots that work on space barges like that's I have not a dildo
1: on my head i'm dildo man
2: um i'm that's sure that guy's not, somewhere in that world i i you know i wouldn't be surprised that sounds like something Ulster carbon would do um yeah i i think that they're trying to they're trying to hit this close you know they're trying to say okay what does it look like now? Like what is the freshest take on sci-fi? I think they're trying to get to those really fresh vibes, you know, in this yeah. universe they're trying well, to get in there with those fresh vibes. this
1: fresh, th- vibe. these chips though, they're not like credit cards, you know, like, I mean, this is my insurance card, but like, they're not mm-hmm. skinny, like a credit card. They're fat. I mean, fat, like, I don't know, the thickness of a, how thick is this? Uh, I don't know, four quarters stacked
2: together. Like a USB drive. Like, like a USB kinda, drive, right? Yeah, They're yeah, kind yeah. of fat. And hey, I, I wonder if that maybe like, people have a bunch of plugs and you go and plug your little USB drive into them when you want to pay. I mean, that well, might be... We can't
1: see the other side of the chip. That's the other thing here for anybody listening. We can see one end, which is kind of rounded with a hole in it. Yeah. The other side, we can't see. So maybe there's, like, a digital slot on that side that you can actually plug it into things. Um, We don't know so maybe uh,
2: maybe so maybe maybe I, i'm so. very i'm very curious this is you know today we've talked a lot and have, have kind of roundabout talked about exploration and currency within the game um i think both of those concepts are really interesting of how they're going to evolve that and how they're going to fit it into the universe yeah
1: so we got some little hints here and I would love to hear your, your thoughts, listeners, explorers. So come join us on the Robots Radio Discord. There is a channel called, get this, the Starfield Lorecast channel on the Discord. Whoa. Imagine that. It's not called our space. What did I call it? Space place.
2: Space place. Space.
1: Star base. Star base. Space base. Space base. I call it space base. Um. Uh, but anyway, come come join us and, and let us know your thoughts on some of these things. Tell us how off base we are or if you think we're actually pretty close. Um, Dave, you got anything... Cool going on that you want to yeah. share with people? Yeah, yeah.
2: For years I didn't have anything cool going on. For out with you. For years <laughs> I didn't do anything cool. But finally, after twenty years, here I am doing something cool. I am um, doing a uh, tabletop role playing game podcast. We are playing Fallout, the official role playing game. It just came out this past year. Um, it's an interesting system. If you've listened to you know some like Critical Role or if you've listened to Adventure Zone or anything like that. 20. Um, it's not Dungeons and Dragons. It's its own system uh, made by Modiphius. And we are playing uh, a crew of Wastelanders in an original Fallout setting. So it's actually taking place in New Orleans. Uh, I've just, we're about four episodes in. Uh, we have our first vault dweller in the group that just came out today. Um, uh, spoiler alert, a Brotherhood of Steel member accidentally bites his hand thinking that he was a snack. Um, I really <laughs> love torturing people. Um, oh, that's man. that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, it's kind of a play on all the stuff that you wish you you could do uh, in Fallout. Um, like a, a vault dweller that's absolutely insane. That's a player character. There's a car. Um, we've you know we've only seen old cars in games, but this one is like a a very old like Model T car. Uh, that doesn't go very fast hmm. because you know, if, if I actually gave them a car, they're all nuclear, it would be a mess because they just blow themselves up. That's true. But that, um, new episodes of that are out every Friday. It's called rad rolls, uh, fallout tabletop role-playing it's on all podcast services. So you can go there and, uh, check it out. And, uh, if, if you like it, give me a little review, give me be like a five star, you know, and while you're there, do for, do one for star for And while you're there, do one for all the other podcasts that you listen to that are also fantastic. Do them all. <laughs> do them up. Giving you homework.
1: Rad rolls. Rad rolls. Do your homework. Go look it up. Do some homework. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you can you can find uh, all the shows that I do over at robotsradio.net. All the different lore casts. Fallout, Elder Scrolls, Mass Effect, Cyberpunk, The Witcher. And um, all, man, there's all sorts of fun stuff there's, going uh, on. There's
2: all sorts of fun stuff you do, man. Look at you.
1: All sorts of fun things. I might even start another show. You never I, know.
2: Ch- I just hope our chips will kiss one day. That's um, all I hope. for. I,
1: I can't wait. <laughs> just, just on the edge of my seat, just waiting for it. Um, but thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll be back sometime in the next few weeks with some more stuff when we got some more stuff to talk about. And uh, man, can't wait, man. June is coming soon. It's already February. I, I make a point to, to say the R the first R in Feb- February.
2: February, February. Um,
1: I make a point to th- do it
2: I think I think that's admirable um, I don't <laughs> think that is impish but I'm also excited it's for it's June it's, I don't think that's impish um, dude, i I'm this game is going to be
1: June. this game is going to be insane this is gonna be one of those games that you lose like the next decade in and then you come out and you're like
2: what year is it It's going to be one of those gaming experiences where everybody's playing at the same time and you talk to people and they're all having a different experience, which I think is is like the best gaming Like, Yeah, they're going to be like,
1: did you find the planet where this thing happened? You're going to be like, what? That's a thing? And they're going to be like, yes? "Yes." Yeah, it's going to be awesome. But anyway, thank you for being here, everybody. We will see you next time. And until then, stay safe in the galaxy because you never know when you find a skooma fish and you cook it if you're gonna take off all your clothes and end up naked in the ocean we'll see you next time
2: kiss your chips hug your babies bye everybody hope that you enjoyed this show. Did you know that parodies are copyright protected? Tell a friend and review. On iTunes. Or other services. Dave and Tom, excited for Starfield. Let's all speculate and wear no shoes. Hey, why aren't we wearing any shoes? Because shoes rhymes with iTunes, and that's the best I could think of.